This is Dr. Otto Janke for the Empire Longevity Podcast, 2020 vision of longevity. I read a ton. I read just a ton every single day, every single day. I mean, if Warren Buffett believes that him reading six hours a day, <laughs> six hours a day dedicated just to reading, if he reads six hour a day, six hours a day, and he is at where he is in his profession, well, then I can put in a couple hours a day myself reading. I will read articles. I will read journals. I will read on, you know, the stuff that's online also. And re I read books too. I read a lot of books and I listen to a lot of books. So I put in a lot of time, energy, and focus uh, to make sure that I am up to date and reassuring uh, what I believe. Sometimes pushing the boundaries of what I believe. And quite frankly, all the time, just learning a whole bunch of new stuff every single day. It's sometimes it's astounding. Sometimes it's astounding when it comes to your longevity and your health and what we can do to make sure you're around. So a book came out uh, early this year. This is 2022. And a book came out early this year. It's by Dr. Becca, B-E-C-C-A, Levy, L-E-V-Y. It's called Breaking the Age Code. Breaking the Age Code. I find it fascinating because of its simplicity. It's a, it's a complex issue that's brought down and made into a simple issue. And I love when, when authors do that. I'm not the cat with the sharpest claws and I'm not the kid. Uh, I'm not the smartest kid in the class. So if we can break things down for me and make it simple and then able to use them, then we, then we got, we got something to work with right there. And her book is, is, it's simple in the idea that we can do a very, very, take something that's very, very complex Hi, this is Dr. Otto Janke for the Empire Longevity Podcast. I want to thank you for being with us today. I am an inhaler of edu education and information when it comes to your next best decades. I'm an inhaler of this. Every single day, I am reading, watching, listening to more information about your longevity. You know, if, if Warren Buffett believes that six hours a day of reading has put him to the position he is in the financial world. Uh, you know, let's be realistic. I can I can put it in. <laughs> you know, I can put in an hour a day. The great Brian Tracy says that if you put in, I believe it's thirty to sixty minutes a day of, of reading, of fundamentally reading, on an area of your focus, that within three years you become a leader in that area. Well, then I'm I must be a leader then, guys. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> So I read, I inhale, I, I listen to, I, I watch uh, many YouTube videos. I will read books, hardcover books. I buy a bunch of books. And I, I listen to audios daily. Every single day I'm, I'm reading this stuff, listening to this, watching this stuff. All in the aspects, all in the, in the how can I push my thinking of what longevity is so that I can push what your idea and philosophy of longevity is. One of the biggest things we need to do on a regular basis is change what our own viewpoints are 
what our own stumbling blocks are. I talked with uh, one of my colleagues just the other day about a stumbling block he had in his practice, and he's in my accountability group. And we realized that it really wasn't a procedural problem he had. It was a philosophy problem he had. It was, it was his own stumbling block that he had put up, quite frankly, that a stumbling block that he had put up himself. We all got those things. We all have those things in our lives that we have put up. We've made a mountain out of the literal molehill, and we make it something that we can't get over because of our manifestation of that, our, our creation of that in our, in, our, in our minds. And so a book I read this year, which was fantastic, I think it's a fantastic book. It's called Breaking the Age Code. It's by Dr. Becca Levy, L-E-V-Y, Breaking the Age Code. And what I find simplest about this stuff and absolutely fascinating about this is that we can take something and of all of the supplements that you're going to be listening about when it comes to your longevity, of all the things you can do when it comes to your longevity. And, you know, we talk about this on a regular basis. Hi, this is Dr. Otto Janke for the Empire Longevity Podcast, and thank you for joining us on this edition of the Empire Longevity Podcast. I was listening today to, the, to another audio cast. I listen to audio books, audio casts, podcasts. I watch videos. I read hardcover books. I, I print out just a ton of articles every single day about longevity. How can I help you? to improve your longevity. And so today when I was uh, driving, I was listening to a um, audio cast and I talked about how Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett states that he reads six hours a day, six hours a day and about finances in the financial world. And if he can spend six hours a day and be at the, the position he is at universally, as a leader in finances, well, then I can put in time every single day to become a leader in longevity so I can help you in your longevity. The great Brian Tracy states that if we put in, I believe it's like 60 minutes a day, dedicated time, learning, reading about a focused area, not just a not just a, you know, a, a, just a, a wide, wide range of stuff, which we focus it down into the one area, pinpoint it. And if we do that for, he said three years, it's an hour a day for three years, that in that three years time, we become a leader in our distinct profession. So I got to tell you, I must be, I must be right on the cusp. <laughs> I must, I must be right, right there on the ledge. Uh, I have put in dedicated time, energy, focus into learning more and more about longevity, about how the human body works so I can help educate you, break it down into simple aspects so I can educate you, lead you, coach you, and sometimes, yes, kick you in the ass along the way to push your next decades to become your next best decades. You can either put in the time now or the time will be taken from you. Which one do you choose? 
one of my favorite sayings we have in Empire Longevity is you can either take the time now or the time will be taken from you in the future. Which one do you choose? One of the books I read this year, and it will probably become on, uh, we'll probably put it on our reading list for Empire Longevity reading list. Uh, that's on our website, empirelongevity.com. It's by Dr. Becca Levy, L-E-V-Y, and it's called Breaking the Age Code. One of the things we have seen with healthcare in America is what I call the disposable generation. And the disposable generation is those people over the age of 54. Why 54? Because that's the way it was broken up, quite frankly, uh, when they were doing the statistics with uh, COVID and the number of people, statistically speaking, that died either of or with COVID was 90 to 92% of all the people who died either with or of COVID were 54 and above. If that just isn't, I mean, I mean, if that just isn't an absolute rocket hammer to the side of your head, and it's just showing that the glaring holes in our healthcare system. I, I mean, I don't, I really don't know what it is. I, I don't think it can be any more just blatant. But my question is this: Why, why is it? Why is it that we have a generation who is supposed to be? part of the greatest generation ever who are the parents and grandparents of people who are living dramatically longer from COVID. Why is it this generation has been become disposable? And so Levy takes a whole different viewpoint at this. And this is something that we need to, you and I need to institute today. And that we need to teach to our kids and grandchildren and great grandchildren along the way also. And this is, this is, I think it's one of those things that we need to actually put in to our daily plans. Uh, she presents in the book, it's not only easy to follow techniques for improving age beliefs, but if you have a vision, if you believe that you can be healthier, it changes the way that you live. Statistically speaking, if you can change your belief of aging, her book, her statistics, and she's been published on like 80 articles. I mean, this isn't just one book she put out and that was it. She's been published extensively on this. And she shows the research is how age beliefs can be improved so that they benefit all the aspects of aging, including the way the genes operate and the extension of a life expectancy. Now get this, the numbers they use are that the life expectancy can be increased by 7.5 years. Literally, anything else you do pales in comparison to your ideology and your philosophy and your vision of what you can do and be in your life, in your health, because of this. If I told you there was no possible way that you could do something, and it might be writing an article, doing 100 jumping jacks, whatever, whatever it is, if I told you no possible way it is, you automatically go into this with a negative viewpoint. Some of you will say, screw you, man, watch me, I'm going to crush this. 
Some of us will. Many of us won't. Many of us won't. If you were told on a regular basis that as you age, you will become frail, you start to find those reasons, those things that actually reinforce that. You have to actually stand up and say, screw you, man. I'm not frail. I'm just getting better. In her book, she looks at, they said, um, uh, in Asia, so Japan and China, they asked people, give five adjectives for someone who's a senior, what we would call a senior in America. And in those countries, the other words they used were knowledgeable, wisdom, experience. In America, they asked the same question and they got distinctly different answers. Frailty, weak, unhealthy. Look at the differences in the words that are used to look at, to perceive how, how we're going to describe that group of people. Quite frankly, the group of people I'm in. The group of people, and they say, these people, these, this one group of people who are just, they're over there. They're in China and Japan. It's not as if they're on Mars or, or, or some foreign, some foreign uh, land that, that's another whole planet somewhere in another. No, it's, if we had to, we could be there today by a plane. Those people aren't genetically, dramatically different than us. We haven't changed dramatically worldwide in, in, as human beings in 40,000 years. Their viewpoint of people, seniors, knowledgeable, wisdom, experience. In America, frail, weak, confused. A dramatic difference. Think about how the marketing is towards seniors in America now. I mean, this is, this is, You'll see this all the time. In, across the world, we have people who have the same people, but they, but they look at them differently. If a generation is looking at another generation differently, then that second generation, the one who's being looked at, also believes of themselves differently. Here's the crazy thing when it comes to your life expectancy and your longevity. And this is a key point for today. As I often say, kids gonna run, you're gonna you're gonna want to write this one down. I, I, I spoke, I did that one time. <laughs> I was, it's like five, six hundred people in the crowd. I said, kids, you're gonna want to write this one down. And people are looking at me like, what do you say? Is this if I if I believe I can live to 100 and rock, I take different steps daily. I view myself differently than if I believed I could not do that. Understand this. You will do things differently if you believe I'm going to be around. So here's my, my, my ideology, my philosophy, my vision of my longevity. I'm going to be around till I'm 96 or 98 years old. One of those two. Do you think 
I have to care for myself differently than if I thought I would not be. Absolutely. Do you think I might exercise on a different way than if I believed I'm not going to be around, that what I do is really inconsequential. If you believe that things are inconsequential, my friend, you will be correct. If you believe that by doing daily exercise, you're going to promote your longevity, you will enhance that. Your vision of what you believe and how healthy you can be greatly enhances, greatly enhances the things you will do today. The things you will do today. I ask many patients in my practice, how long do you think you're going to be around? How long do you think you're going to be alive? The vast majority of people would say, oh, you know, 72, 70. I would look at them and say, and these are people who are in their 20s or 30s or 40s. I'd say, that isn't even as long as the average American is living. Why do you, why do you say that? And they would tell me very openly that I saw my parents the last five, 10 years of my parents' life, and I don't want to go out like that. So I would ask them, so you're, you're, you're intentionally going to cut your lifespan? Listen, I don't want to go out like that. I saw what they were like. I don't want to go out like that. I would ask them then, what if we could today, what if we could today put in a plan, a whole new vision of what your next decades could be? Would you be interested in that? And I would get this answer back regularly. Yeah, that'd be great. And here's that word. But, but, but what? But, you know, I saw them go out and I don't want to do that. Well, then let's not do that. Let's change. Let's change the route. Let's make a left-hand turn up here. If you know that your parents went out this way, what steps are you taking today to make sure that you aren't doing that, that that won't be you? What are you doing to do that? Well, that one word, but. It is astronomical. If you firmly believe that you have no control over this, you will act as if you have no control over this. The great Dean Ornish did a study with men who were diagnosed with prostate cancer, biopsied prostate cancer. He took them, had them eat dramatically better, did forms of exercise and had talked to therapists. Read, they were uh, rechecked again and they had no more prostate cancer. They changed, the, they took a left hand turn. If you knew that your family had a history of breast cancer, what are you doing today to make sure that, you're, that you break that chain of all the things you're going to be passing down to your kids, to your sons and daughters? If you are a woman and you hear this, then you say, you know, we have a family, we have a history of, of breast cancer in our family. Why would you want to help pass that down to your daughters? Show them, show them what you can do today to break that chain. 
If you are a male who has a family history of cardiovascular disease, what are you going to do today to, to break that change? What are you going to do? Take that left-hand turn up here. What are you going to do to take that left-hand turn? Levy talks about this, that your outlook, your outlook, your beliefs, your vision of what your longevity is going to be, you can either add 7.5 or take it away. What do you want to do? Has an even bigger impact upon you than smoking or non-smoking exercising or not exercising your vision. If I believe I'm going to be rocking until I'm 96, 98 years old, then I was in the gym this morning. Why? Cause I believe I'm going to be around that long. So therefore I need to be in better shape because I'm going to be around that long. It's really a, the dog is chasing its own tail. I get that. But look at the ramifications of what, if I didn't believe that. And I said, eh, you know, I don't need to go to the gym today or tomorrow, or next month, would it change the way my next decades are? Absolutely. Absolutely, it would change the way my next decades are. Your opportunity is greater. And it's easier to be reached if you have a vision, a philosophy of I will be here and I'm going to be rocking. I ask people in my practice all the time, how cool would it be if you were the rockingest, coolest grand? grandmother, grandfather on the block. How cool would that be? That you are so healthy and you are able to be a massive part of your kids and grandparents and grandkids' lives. Would you be interested in that? Everybody stops, raises their head up, looks me right in the eye and always says, yeah, yeah, I would love that. Well, then let's start the process today. Let's turn to put the turn signal on. Let's make that left-hand turn up there. And we need to get you start thinking about a greater vision of what your next decades are going to be. So when you hear me talk about, we want your next decades to be your next best decades, I'm just not making hyperbole. I'm coming up here and saying, listen, we need to change the way that you think how well you could be. Understand also, you're not going to be running the 100-yard dash in 10 seconds anymore. But you still got to run the 100-yard dash. You can still run the 100-yard dash. And, of course, the 100-yard dash is a metaphor for whatever you want to do in life. Still go camping, dancing, enjoy people. Read six hours a day. I highly recommend Dr. Levy's book, Breaking the Age Code. Easy to follow techniques for improving age beliefs so you can contribute to a successful aging. It also has a blueprint to reduce structural ageism for lasting change in an age uh, in an aged just society. You and I are going to break the chain as to what it is to be rocking in our 80s, 90s, and 100s. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I have a whole new viewpoint. I've told people for decades, how long are you going to be around? Dude, 96, 98 years old, maybe 97. Okay, just about it. I'm going to do that. Your viewpoint, your vision of what you're going to do dramatically influences the steps you'll take today. So put the turn signal on. Let's take that left-hand turn. Let's go do this. It's our decades. Let's just rock them. Let's just rock them. I highly recommend that book. I'm Dr. Otto Janke. Thank you for being with us today on the Empire Longevity Podcast.